0: Welcome to Two Travel Dads Podcast. Here we share our favorite destinations, travel tips, ideas for saving money, and stories from our adventures. Be sure to check out our show notes at twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes. Hey, this is Rob. And this is Chris. And this is Two Travel Dads Podcast. And today we have a special guest. Um, We've got Adam from a really cool service um, called Flyline. Flyline is sponsoring this episode and it's a service that is able to pull airline fares from the global distribution system. That's what all the different airline tickets are held in and match up different segments to create a lower fare ticket. And yeah, it's really cool. Um, So Adam's going to share with us kind of where that came from how it works, how you can use it, and the sort of savings you can expect to find. Um, they decided to sponsor a podcast episode and we're really excited about that because we think it's a cool tool that we can stand behind as well as, gosh, we're all about you know, sharing interesting ways to make family and solo travel more accessible and affordable. So yeah, should we
1: just dig in? Yeah, let's start. I think everybody wants to know what, what is Flyline? Yeah, so. I think of like fly fishing or something, but I don't think that's what this is.
0: <laughs> you know, and it's funny because when I first typed it in, that's exactly where what it took me to is. It took me to fly fishing, and I was like, oh,
1: well, that could be another podcast episode.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so Adam, welcome. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, excited to be on. Excellent. Um, well, so why don't we just let you kind of take the reins? Um, why don't you tell us what what is Flyline? Tell us about the service or the the product that you guys offer and how this all works
2: yeah well it's definitely not related to fishing <laughs> although the name <laughs> the name does sound like that uh, so but no uh fly is a subscription-based flight um booking engine so um we we are a membership um you, you pay a annual fee to be a part of our booking engine but in return um you save time and money and uh, i think we're going to go into that a little bit later but uh, we have a couple of levers of of saving time and money one uh, on the on the time side is that we uh, allow you to book um, book your flights on our site, and we have an automatic check-in as part of the booking process. Um, we also have uh, deal alerts that uh, are sent to your inbox um, on a daily and weekly basis. Um, on the saving side, uh, we can save up to sixty percent on your flight um, by connecting um, airlines that don't traditionally have interlining agreements uh, through a process called virtual interlining, which we'll go into as Go into more as well in the podcast, um, and also um, we also allow you to uh, buy the flight from us directly from the GDS as far as the rate is concerned. So we don't actually mark up the fare; uh, is a is a bare fare as we call it, um, direct from the global distribution system, um, which is essentially the, the exchange that we're buying the
0: flight from the airline from. Awesome, perfect. So great. So that makes sense. So Flyline is pulling flights and fares from different carriers, mushing them together to form um a lower fare ticket that's right yeah
2: yeah exactly we're where we we, what we found is what a lot of other travelers have found that you can actually fly from point a to point b um on two different carriers for a cheaper price than flying on a singular carrier uh, to that destination
0: that's awesome that's really cool that you have a,
1: a tool to do that yeah to really simplify the process i think yeah but um so what what is it that what is it that prompted
0: you guys to create this system? Was it, did an opportunity just pop up and you're like, oh my gosh, we can make some tech to support that? What, what was it that actually kind of made that happen?
2: Yeah, so I think, you know, my co-founder and I came about this uh, from our kind of our own paths, but obviously we kind of met in the middle um, on the, on the concept. So, <clears throat> so Zach, who, who's our CTO, um, he was actually working.
0: And that's on a developing... technology officer
2: yes yeah, sorry <laughs> sure yeah B- business acronym uh so he, he uh he ultimately um was working on a, a kind of a class pass for flying uh concept and when i met him and um as an avid traveler myself um i was i was actually booking a lot of these kind of these uh interlined fares i was using hacker fares through kayak and um i was i was just you know piecing together different airlines uh to get from various destinations um for, really for the last last decade uh, of just traveling and so when i came across what he was working on um uh, i noticed that the kind of booking engine that he had built was was leveraging a technology that i'd never heard of honestly it was uh, virtual interlining is relatively new and so when I saw it um, you know, together, kind of a light bulb kind of came on in both of our heads of like, you know, maybe this is what we should lean into and, and you know, ditch, the, ditch the class pass, a flying ID, and let's just make a subscription booking engine that allows people to, to leverage um, virtual online technology to book um, these multi-carrier flights. Um, but let's also not try and you know gouge them like a lot of the other sites do with booking fees and markups. Let's just make it a simple uh, business model where you pay an annual subscription. You get the price direct from the airline, um, and you go about your day and enjoy your travels. And so that's what we did. So we, it was really kind of coming together, um, an idea that he had, kind of a product that he was developing, and then me coming in as a, uh, an outsider uh, with you know some deep travel experience, and, cool. and that's what ultimately led to follow.
1: Awesome, Adam. Can you kind of explain what interlining is? You mentioned uh, interlining and virtual interlining, and I ask because well, one, I don't know what it is, but um, it also prompted me to think about another service that i've used and maybe a lot of other listeners have used um to find cheap travel and that's uh skip lagged and so i was i was wondering is this similar to that or is it different what what really is virtual interlining and and maybe how is your service different than skip
2: yeah
1: so so first i want to make sure we separate kind of ourselves from what skip
2: does so <clears throat> skip lag is um is really taking advantage of a, a concept called um hidden city fairs there's other names for it but basically that's where you can fly from you know, Dallas to New York um, uh, via Chicago um, when, you know, for a lower price than flying from Dallas to Chicago. Um, and if your your intent is to go to Chicago, you would get off in Chicago and not continue on to New York. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're not that. <laughs> um in fact what, what we what we yeah, what, what virtual interlining does is um it, it's it's essentially just connecting two different carriers. Um, to make a singular uh, fare or flight. Um, I, one of the things I want to make sure it's, it's clear is that this is something that the airlines um, are, 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 are have a positive opinion of.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so yeah.
2: not you're not going to lose your, uh, your, your frequent flyer status or, or have your points pulled as, as I've heard some horror stories with skip lag. Um, and, 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 to my knowledge, there's, there's no, there's no pending lawsuits on this. So, um, this is, uh, this is obviously a, a popular concept that, that is kind of picking up steam. Essentially just to kind of explain it is, you know, if you were, if you were going to fly from, um, I've been Dallas. So if I was going to fly from Dallas to London, um, I could fly, uh, from Dallas to a number of other cities before going to London on any number of carriers. So you know, Dallas on American airlines to New York, and I, i land in JFK and then from there, um, there's a lot of different uh, carriers that can get me from JFK to London, and so by piecing together uh, two different carriers, I'm actually achieving a much lower price than if I flew a singular carrier um, to to London. Now, you know, a listener might say, "Well, you know, of course, you're you're having to connect; you might have a layover, all that." This is true um, but e- but even if even on a on a single carrier like an american or delta or whatever the carrier is um, when you are connecting through a city on that carrier and, and going to a destination it, you are often being charged um more than you would if you flew um two different airlines and so what Interline does is it's connecting those two tickets um uh, seamlessly by by communicating with both those airlines, let them know about what you are doing, right? So so the in the case of them, uh, flying American to JFK and then flying like a Virgin Atlantic from, from JFK to London, Virgin Atlantic and American now know about your your flights, right? They know about your American flight and then about your, your your Virgin Atlantic flight, and so that allows for a baggage transfer. So um, in the case of you if you just did self connection on your own and you booked those those flights through those those two different carriers without using virtual interlining. Um, you would have to carry on your bag otherwise you'd have to get off the plane at JFK go to baggage claim grab your bag get back on a flight and 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 head to the UK um, with this the bag just travels there additionally um, if you had a misconnection or or a cancellation virtual analyzing is going to allow you to ultimately um, to to handle that and, and we'll, get, we'll you'll get rebooked or be refunded if there is any issue with your with your connection
0: oh so like if you do end up like if your flight out of Dallas is delayed and you end up missing your connection out of New York because of the way it's booked, it knows it's it's almost like you have booked it all with the same carrier, kind of the, the carrier would be extending that courtesy to get you onto another flight. It, it kind of operates that same way.
2: Correct, it, and this is in the fine print on our site. So if anyone cares, wants to read into it, they can read into it. <laughs> um, but essentially, um, we, we are ensuring that, that your your flight will be you will have a proper connection and if you do not have a proper connection you will either be refunded or rebooked Uh, and that that is not an assurance um that you get when you do um when you when you you kind of self self self-connect on your own so if you were to you were to try to do your own kind of version of virtual underlining and book two separate flights you would not have that um that that uh, that backing Furthermore, if you booked like a hacker fare on kayak or, or some of these other kind of um, concepts, you're still booking uh, independent um, flights on those, those carriers and therefore you're also not, not insured. And so that's, that's probably one of the, the greatest qualities of, of, of the virtual underlying that we offer. And, and it's something that we stand by and obviously it's something that, that um, I think most travelers are looking for when making this kind of purchase because ultimately it is new it is a concept that isn't as understood. And, and um, with that comes some anxiety about, well, what happens if I don't make my flight?
1: How, how yeah. long has it been around?
2: So virtual interlining has been around since roughly about 2016. There's there's a number of articles about it. Um, you know, in the case of, of of who's providing it, you know, I'm trying to think when, when Kayak first started offering hacker fares, which was sort of kind of a precursor to virtual interlining, because that's not necessarily a virtually interlined flight. That's just alerting you to the fact that, hey, if you bought on this carrier, you know, carrier A and carrier B, you'd get a cheaper price than booking on these other options, right? Um, but as far as the actual, um, the actual tech, um, uh, at least at least with with um, with the provider that we're working with, um, been around since 2018. Um, there's a number of articles out there, you know, press that talk about kind of how the kind of proliferation of it. It's mostly being used in Europe, so okay. uh, European travelers are probably you know, any of your listeners that are that are based in Europe. Um, they're probably much more well aware of this concept and, and, um, in tech than, than Americans, but it is, a, it is a, a service that is growing in popularity, um, over here as well.
0: That's really cool. So I think, I think I understand now kind of the benefit of doing this. It, it helps to cut out some of the fares from those interesting connections that sometimes you get. It makes it so that your flights to sounds like farther destinations
1: versus just quick little, or like domestic, Yeah, like, I guess, yeah,
2: if, if you think about it from a, from a so I mean essentially what what virtual is doing there there's different stats out there on what it saves so we 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 talk about saving sixty percent for for our members and how we get to that number is uh, one we we've tested it right so we we've actually run some some. um, uh, a number of uh, computer tests on our on our site against the internet, you know, uh, 70% of the time we're coming in cheaper on international flights. And uh, when I say that, I mean routes, right? So not an apples to apples flight to flight savings. So if you were to look up like an exact British Airways flight from, you know, from Chicago to, to London on our site, it's it's not, you are you're one, you're probably not going to find it exactly. But if you're looking up a route from Chicago to London, 70% of the time we are coming in cheaper than the best price on the internet, internet. and then and then domestically we're coming in 30% cheaper on domestic routes and the reason being for that is when you add distance you add a lot more um opportunities for for route connections right so um the further you travel around the world um the the further you know the, the more the more flight combos that we can we can pair together with virtual underlining to get you from point a to point b and so um that's why uh, your, your long distance international flights have really massive savings. We've had, some, we've had some, uh, some, some members save as much as, you know, $900 on a single fare over over the best price on the internet. Now, you know, a more, a more common savings is, is around, you know, 100 to 150 on an international flight and you know, 20 to 30 on a domestic flight. But, but big savings can be had um, with further distance. Gotcha. That makes sense.
1: I was just curious, so how does how well does it work if you're doing uh, family travel, like booking like four tickets at once, you know, and you've got a couple of kids with you? I mean, does it all stay together in the same reservation? Like, just curious about, is yeah. it, there no difference between booking for one person versus booking for four? Excellent question. So um, a member, a member.
2: Uh, so when you, when you sign up to be a member, uh, if you buy a basic package, you get one membership. So that can be used by one person. However, that one person can book for other people that are non-members. Now, they have to be on that, that flight. So in the instance where where you know, I think we have a lot of parents that are listening. So in the instance where a parent were to book a book a flight, they could add another parent that, that's a non-member, and they could also add, you know, a number of children to that, to that purchase without them being members, right? Uh, now, the limitation is the booking limit. So in the case of a basic membership, the cap is six bookings. So... Um, in a scenario where you have two parents and two children, that'd be four bookings applied to a basic membership. So you'd still have two left over. So you know, hypothetically, that, that couple could, could then take a, another, another trip together without the kids <laughs> uh, in, in a given year, and they'd maximize their six bookings. Now, with the premium membership, you have unlimited bookings. So in that, and and on, on top of that, you actually get two memberships. So in um, that, you know, hypothetically, if a family signed up for a premium, one, you know, one parent could sign up, add the other parent or, or add somebody else, whatever they want. And then both of those members, you know, the add-on plus the original member, um, have full booking privileges and they have the ability to book, add, add as many people to flights there on as, as they wish. and so. You know, for, for frequent flying families or larger families, I would definitely recommend a premium membership. But but if you have a smaller family or, or you just do a one trip a year, um, the basic membership
0: is, is sufficient. Got it. Okay. Interesting. Cool. So just thinking about people like us who do fly a lot, we fly a lot and we fly the same airlines a lot. So we really, we spend a lot of time on Alaska, <laughs> for example. When you're booking through Flyline or like, for example, an Alaska flight, gets interlined with say, an, a, like a Delta flight or something like that who's not a mileage plan partner, is that something where you still get miles for you know, the mileage program you're a part of with that one leg? And then miles with that other airline, or are there mileage restrictions that go with that when you're when you're booking through Flyline?
2: Uh, yes.
0: So, so the, so the short answer is
2: yes. You do you do accumulate miles, um, and you do accumulate them on the carriers in which you have a frequent flyer number or membership or association, as long as obviously you document it on your on your profile and and you, you make sure that it's it's being considered uh, during your purchase. So obviously there there is a little bit of onus on the on the user to make sure that they're inputting that information in their profile. Uh, pre-purchase today to take that, take that a step forward you have to also be aware that whether you're booking on the airline site or you're booking on our site there are certain fare classes that do not accumulate points and so yeah. uh, it, it varies by airline but for many of the airlines if you are booking a basic economy just sort of the the you know whatever the new age uh, fare, yeah, that, that, that allows that allows legacy carriers to compete with low-cost carriers um, those fares typically do not accumulate points yeah and so in the scenario where you booked a a, a flight or an interline flight because we, we do offer both uh on our sites and it is a basic economy fair depending on the airline you are not going to accumulate points not because we're not allowing you just because that's the standard that the that the um that the airlines established in the event where it is a uh, a fair class that does accumulate points and yes yeah. you will accumulate points assuming that you you fill out your profile and you do um you, you do have property. status with that okay.
1: Hey adam a quick question so i haven't been able to use the app or or book through it, but I'm curious if, um, if I were booking a flight and I wanted to make sure that what I was booking was earning points, is there like a filter where I can say only show me those flights that earn miles based off my, you know, membership, um, and, uh, you know, awards that, um, that I've set up in my profile. So we don't, we don't currently have, um,
2: a feature that would show you the points you're accumulating, um, on, on purchases on our
1: site. I guess not the number of points, but they are earnable
0: like a fair class a fair class a fair yeah. class filter
2: we currently don't have a fair cl- well we have a fair class filter on the site where you can actually search by fair class yes we do have that but as far as uh fair classes that that allow for point of or not oh, okay because um, because it's airline to airline specific yeah uh, you would really need to just kind of understand your airline before you then proceed on our site but we, we you know, obviously we have a lot of information about the airlines on the site you know, numbers email addresses and of course obviously you can log into your own account But But yeah, we we, you can filter by fair class, but not necessarily by fair classes that accumulate points.
1: Got it. Okay. Okay.
0: Gotcha. So, and then that would also apply to like the ability to either upgrade or be upgraded within those individual carriers too it's it's kind of be kind of up to their discretion based off your fare class. still that'd be correct
2: uh, correct and, and one of the things and maybe might might be too much information for this podcast but we are we are actually working on um adding in we've added in a number of carriers already with um uh, with direct direct connection to the airline um uh-huh. in addition to our gds coverage so as as members join people that are listening that are already members um, you'll see updates throughout the year where you'll actually be able to have have the same booking experience you have on the legacy carrier site. So whether it's American Airlines or Delta, you know when you're on those sites, you can you can uh, do seat upgrades, you can add meals. Um, there's a number of features that you can that you're traditionally can only do on the actual airline site, and with some of this integrated technology, you'll be actually doing that on our site. But
0: well, that's pretty cool. Okay, so that I I, I think that makes sense for kind of where I guess you would trade in some of the flexibility for some limitations for a lower fare um, which because you know in general there's going to be a, a bit of a trade-off somewhere right so that makes sense with a little bit of how they how fares are accessed and made available i know the things like um i just
1: blinked on what it is i can't read your mind i have no I'm idea home. sorry
0: oh tsa pre-check that's something <laughs> that's something that i know is um really important to a lot of people and being able to make sure that you're um airline participates in that is that something that when booking through Flyline, line
1: is you add that to your profile is there any on your ticket
0: yeah i would just want to make sure that that is something that integrates there is that yeah. okay
2: you can add your uh you can add your known traveler number which is the number associated with your tsa account or your or your global entry account mm-hmm. um and so yeah you you put that in your profile um and that will that will once again expedite your booking process when you are uh, booking your flights with that sort
0: of Awesome, cool.
2: I mean, I think you hit on the head. I mean, I, I you know, our site, um, we offer a lot of savings. Um, but, but one thing I want I want listeners to understand is that you know we're not going to be the cheapest on every route. So if you look, if you search our our, our site and you're looking for a, a particular destination, um, there's a chance that we're not coming in the cheapest. I would say more often than not we are. As I stated earlier, seventy percent cheaper on international, thirty percent on domestic. Um, but with with using our site does come. Um, you know, a, a, a little bit of uh, a flexibility. You have to, you have to be a little bit flexible with, with obviously flying mobile carriers. you got to be flexible um, with some other, other aspects that maybe you would have with booking directly on the, on the airline site. But if you're willing to be flexible, um, there are savings to be had.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that's the, like, where do you take as a traveler? Where do you then take those savings and apply them elsewhere along the trip? Right. So it all depends upon the experience that you want to have.
0: Yeah. So, we talked about a couple different levels of membership there. So you got your basic and then um, what did you call the secondary level
1: it's of membership premium? I think
0: premium. Yes. Okay. So with that, um, let's talk about cost. So for an individual traveler, like myself, for example, um, if I wanted to just set, get a, set up for the basic membership for a year, um, what would that run me? So that's forty
2: nine ninety nine
0: for the year. Okay, so so gosh, within a flight, I could potentially actually make up that membership. Okay, well, that answers that nice. question. I was just gonna say. So, what's the actual? Yeah, no, no. We, we, value.
2: We it, yeah, we we priced it intentionally um, where it's at because we wanted we wanted it to be we wanted uh, savings to be obtained um, you know quickly for, for the consumer and by savings I mean you know savings above the actual membership, right? So yeah. you know, I, I think I mentioned earlier on a domestic flight, you know, typical savings are in the twenty to thirty dollar range um and so with that you know a couple of domestic bookings whether it's whether it's one booking or two bookings for yourself or a booking for you and and uh, a friend or family member um you can you can earn back that that membership pretty quickly and then on international you can you can earn it back you know easily in in a single booking and so that's that's the value prop and ultimately we think we think it's priced to where most members, as long as they book a flight, <laughs> oh, yeah. are, are, are going to make back their savings.
0: That's awesome. So then, what is the
2: premium? So premium, really, the only distinguishing difference between premium is is the ability to add an additional member that has full booking privileges as as the as the kind of a you know the uh, the,
0: the paying member. Sure. So what um, so what's that going to run in a year though? Oh, so right. from a
2: price standpoint, yeah, it's that seventy nine ninety nine. If you think about it, it's it's a twenty percent cheaper to buy a premium
0: than two basics. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking there. Yep. So, oh, cool. So then, and with premium, then there's not going to be a limitation to how many of those fares you can book over the course of the year. So, no, unlimited
2: uh, booking. Yeah. Um, obviously, as long as you or the the other added member are on the on the uh, the flight, um, but you can add as many family members, uh, friends, coworkers, whatever you whatever you like um, to your.
1: I'm just curious if you can share. um, I'm sure you've had some customer success stories where people have written and been like, oh my gosh, I got this amazing deal from your service. Um, Do you have anything like that you can share um, in terms of what people have have saved and some of the examples?
0: Or even gosh, just like what is like the peak, like prime destination that you're seeing the biggest average savings on or anything like that?
2: Yeah, so so we see savings across the board, across um, across all airports, cities, you know, et cetera. Um, you know, I think with the the really big savings that we've noticed are, um, and I'm, by big I'm, I mean you know more than more than $150, 200 dollars kind of savings, are from um, smaller airports that don't have um, a lot of nonstops, and so um, airports that you know if you want to get from point A to point B, you you you've always had to go through a connecting city. Um, that's where you can see um, some significant savings um, without having to sacrifice um, any, any sort of time, right? Because you were already having to connect anyway, but now you're doing it on two different airlines versus a, versus a single airline. Um, so that's that's one area, as far as examples, um lots of examples i mean uh some of them have been written about by, by 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 some other bloggers and whatnot and we've had some we've had customers write in and, and message us on social media um you know I, i've seen i think the, think the record to date um on a on a savings was uh, over a 1200 dollars savings it was on a um <laughs> it was on a one way uh from australia um to the uk
0: i was gonna guess New um, zealand <laughs> yeah and
2: uh the, another, another, another one that kind of stood out, um, we, one, you know, a, a market that's been interesting for us is uh, Nashville. Um, we actually ran a campaign uh, last month in Nashville because the, the, the rates were so low compared to the Internet. Um, we had several flights from Nashville to like Rome, Nashville to Amsterdam, Nashville to uh, Barcelona, that were all coming in uh, $300 and $400 uh, cheaper um, than the best price on the Internet. And So obviously, times that by how many tickets you booked, and, and you're talking about some serious savings. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, so yeah, so but yeah, there's, there's plenty of plenty of examples of, of of those kind of kind of savings. I think, um, you know, other other areas that we've seen um, kind of up and down are, are times of the year. Um, so,
1: yeah.
2: it, our site's no different than any other site. There are going to be times of the year because we're obviously sourcing it from the airline um and so so for any you know kind of knowledgeable traveler listening out there that's used to kind of the waves of, of prices are down one time of the year and prices are up another time of the year you're going to see that kind of same um, with our pricing because it is coming direct
0: from, from the airline gotcha um one last question and i think i think we're almost ready to wrap it up um regarding i know that there is a deal alerts function on Flyline. And in case we didn't say it before, um, the website so that you can actually check this out is joinflyline.com. Um, and when you get there, you'll you'll see the actual, actual search box and there's an option for deal alerts. When people sign up for deal alerts, is that going to be something that um, is just when like fares drop below a certain point? Are you guys monitoring that to alert people? Or is it going to just be kind of inspiring search box sort of things like we know that you've searched for this before. Hey, you know, we see that there's a great fair coming up in a couple months. How, how does that work? How do you guys proactively invite people to come and book?
2: Yeah. So, so our deal alert right now is based on, so when you, when you sign up for our service, you're going to be establishing a home airport. And so when you sign up for, when you um, uh, request a deal alert for a destination, um, you'll be setting the destination that, that you're that you're obviously wanting to be alerted about, and that is going to be associated with your home airport. So the, the deal alert will be a, based on a, a flight originating out of your home airport to that destination and, and back uh, via round trip. Um, down the road, we do plan on expanding that and, and allowing for you to subscribe to multiple airports besides your home airport. Um, it's not a current feature, but it's a feature that we're working on. Um, additionally, we are also working on a feature that would allow you um, to to essentially kind of set a price that you're interested in booking at. Um, and we're, we're evaluating the ability to kind of uh, auto book uh, on your behalf and then have some sort of like a confirmation feature that's not there yet, but just kind of enticing listeners out there <laughs> yeah. um, to, to keep your eye out because we are we are beefing up that, that part of our service. But as it stands now, you establish the destination and then uh, you set a price threshold. Um, and anytime that the price falls be- below your price threshold, um, you'll be notified um, through our service.
0: Like, bing, perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, cool. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to share that you you think that listeners are really going to find valuable that we haven't covered? Anything like that?
2: Um, no, I, I think I think you know what I would like uh, to cover that we haven't covered is is essentially that we have a we have an app now, so we have uh, an app in the. Yep,
0: we just the- downloaded it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. So we are in the Apple uh, App Store. Um, so we are we are uh, ready for iOS. Uh, we also are in the Google Play Store for Android. So yep. the app just went live this past week. I think the app um, is, a, is a significantly better mobile experience than uh, what we had before. So for anybody that was uh, listening that had tried out our site before on their phone, um, it, it worked, but, but the app works even better. So, so uh, give the app a spin. Um, uh, beyond that, um, we are beating up our, our deal alerts, as I kind of uh, mentioned, um, and so for those that are already members and, and uh, potential members, uh, we do plan on um, uh, improving that service, and so you'll be seeing some updates coming coming through that way, and then I think lastly, I just want to reiterate that uh, that signing up for our service is a trial. Um, so it's a 14-day free trial period. Um, it's very low commitment um and ultimately we're we're that confident that the savings you're going to find on our site um are are significant enough that it's going to pay back your membership easily that during that 14-day trial period you can you can test it out you can search all your destinations and ultimately you're going to be happy with the service and continue on as a member that's pretty cool sweet
1: do you have any other questions No, I think we covered a lot of ground and excited to actually see about what type of savings we can get if we want to fly to Portugal or something, because that's where I want to go. Or heck, we need to book some tickets to Florida. So (laughs) there you have it. Well, cool. Thanks so much for joining us, Adam.
0: This was great. I understood it before, but now I think I really understand Flyline a lot more. And I'm actually kind of excited for us to book a trip. Woohoo!
2: Yeah, we'd love to have you guys as members and, and, uh, and, and booking. And I look forward to, uh, to hearing your stories of your travels. And I hope uh, anyone listening out there um, will log on to our site. I'll just mention it again, <laughs> joinflyline.com. Uh, check us out and uh, happy travels.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later. All right, bye, guys. Two Travel Dads podcast is written by Rob and Chris Taylor and produced by Rob Taylor in Suquamish, Washington. If you would like to be on Two Travel Dads podcast or sponsor it, please visit us at twotraveldads.com slash work. Two Travel Dads podcast is written by Rob and Chris Taylor and produced by Rob Taylor in Suquamish, Washington. If you would like to be on Two Travel Dads podcast or sponsor it, please visit us at twotraveldads.com slash work.